Welcome back to my channel, Vivid Talks. Today we have a special guest, Dicotic, a music band, where they revamped their YouTube channel a year ago, and now Alan works full-time as a YouTuber doing music reactions. Hey guys, welcome to Vivid Talks. Today we have Alan and Eric from Dicotic, and they're musicians that react to music on their YouTube channel. Do you guys want to introduce yourself and let us know what you guys do? <laughs> Hi, my name's Eric. I'm just the guy that just sits here. I do some of the thumbnails. And yeah, I react with Alan, and I also play guitar in the band. I was going to say, you didn't lead off with guitar playing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably like... started with that, huh? And I also play guitar. I do a lot of the writing and composing. Eric does too. He didn't say that, but he also does some writing and composing. Yeah, a little bit. And stuff like that. We work on this, like, hand-in-hand -hand together. He'll edit thumbnails, I'll edit videos, or we'll go vice versa, or sometimes he'll help, help edit videos. Right now, I got a really good flow. He's, like, the thumbnail master. And I'm like the video master. Yeah. <laughs> so how long you guys been creators for? Have you always been like together with your band or have you kind of did your own thing with creating first before you got together? So it was funny, like we, we kind of talked about, man, the word creators, when you really think about it, like we all mm -hmm. as society have been creating for a certain period of time. Now there's actually a sustainable way to create and hopefully make a living off it but it's a lot easier now to make a living off it as a creator so i've been writing since i was 16. oh wow and i played guitar first technically i learned how to play if it even counts the recorder i learned that too <laughs> <laughs> still play piano i did piano in seventh grade and it's funny i didn't take it serious until about two years ago yeah i just developed from there then i picked up drums when i was like 26 just started learning how to sing two years ago and you're doing a good job <laughs> so i've just been into creating we like got good at video editing, photo editing. Right. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like a creator these days is like, you got to be able to create on everything. <laughs> That's true. For me, it was about the same. Age 16, too, is when I started writing my own music and stuff. I started picking up guitar when I was about 14, 15 years old. You know, I've been in bands here and there, in and out. I think at one point I was in like six bands during high school. Wow. All at the same time? All at the same time. God damn. And you guys, wow. you guys gave me crap about being in <laughs> a lot of it. But they're like little high school bands that we didn't take seriously. It wasn't until I met Alan yeah. that like, we started taking it a little bit more seriously. He put those ideas in us. Hey, we got to take it seriously if we want to get anywhere with it. So that was around 2015. I was like 20, 21-ish. Yeah, because if you're talking about like creating on YouTube, that started in 2016. That's when it all began. For me, Eric came in 2019 with the channel. We right. had been writing together before that. But the actual channel itself, the actual creating started, which you can't see those videos anymore. <laughs> I might post them later, but it started in 2016 and they were all garbage. Not garbage, they're antique. <laughs> they're antique. <laughs> they're interesting. <laughs> So then I guess you guys started your channel back in 2019, like your current channel then. So how has that journey been for you guys? Like, what do you feel like was some of the major challenges that you guys faced? <laughs> you go first, <laughs> Like everything. I guess the main one was just figuring it out. Like if you see us from the beginning, we started off very like low budget, I guess you can say. And then we just gradually started working our way up and we started learning new things. It's like, oh, we need this for our videos. Oh, we need this. And like, basically, we've just needed, you know, a foundation to start building it up. Honestly, this whole journey has been an emotional journey <laughs> for me. Like, it has been like a lot of hard work since 2014, just with the band in general. Dicotic started in 2014. I've been through members. I've been through friends. Like, I've lost friends. I've gained friends. Just this year is when it finally has clicked and like taken off 
constantly plugging at, you know, yeah, there was a couple months where like I didn't do anything and then I just got back in, just kept jumping back in. When Eric and I first met, I was also in like four serious bands at the same time. It took me a while to prioritize what I was going to do. You told me <laughs> you yes. need to focus on one thing. I yell at you back now and I say, hey, you need to focus on one thing. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Yeah, ever that's since true. I started focusing on one thing, that's when successes honestly has started to take it off. Yeah, this dude's crazy. Like when I first met him, he was working like fifty plus hours a week in four serious bands. I know. And, like, I thought it was just like, damn, how do you like survive? I need like me time every now and then, but it's just like he had none. That's why he drinks a lot of coffee. It's because my me time <laughs> just... is creating. <laughs> How did you figure out, I guess, your formula of this is it? I know this is what's going to work for our channel. Yeah, start in 2016. I knew at the time, as a band, we were not going to be able to make it by touring everywhere. I tried it. We toured everywhere, went all over the country. This is before Eric came in. And it wasn't working. So I started the band Dicotic and with my buddy Steven at the time. And we sat down and I said, hey, we got done creating music. We brought in one of my good friends, Louie, who I was in another band with. And I told them, I was preaching to them. They didn't believe me. <laughs> I had been saying since 2014, we gotta do something online. I actually wasn't really watching YouTube a lot at that time either. We gotta make this happen. We gotta do videos and stuff. So we started the YouTube channel and we started creating videos, just a story of us walking around, getting music videos done. We, we did like three music videos back then in 2016, 2017. And then, I was really hard in it, but I was also district manager at the same time. So it was like, oh my God, I worked my butt off for those 1,200 first subs. I like literally messaged every single right. person a messenger. Eric and I met and we started doing the band. We decided to bring Dakotic back. So new lineup, new members. And again, I was like, guys, we need to do something video-wise. They were funny music videos, but the problem was we didn't have people watching us. And then we joined the Jump Cut Mentorship Mastermind. <laughs> Yay! I thought it was a great idea. You remember when Kong had us all come into this video? I don't know if you were there for that. Watch this presentation that Kong did. And he took people's channels, right? And he would watch them and say what they need to work on. Chose these three kids that were doing anime reactions. And it was horrible. The mic was in the middle of the thing. You barely hear the audio, but they had thousands of views. Oh, and okay. I was like, Eric likes anime. <laughs> I don't like anime. <laughs> Maybe this could be our remix <laughs> strategy. <laughs> I was like, call Eric and like, hey, you want to do anime reactions? But the problem that we learned later on is you can't chase views. We learned the hard way. But then we noticed something, though, while we were doing the anime reaction. We made sure we stuck on it, right? We got our editing down. Our mentor, Bayor, was yelling at us every single week. Hey, you got to do this. You got to do that. And we did it. We did everything he said, changed it. And then by the end of the whole entire thing, <laughs> we're like, hey, you know what? We really like the Japanese music in it. Let's react to a few songs to see how it does. Get them done. We do three of them. We do a Maximum Hormone song. We do a cover of another anime. What's the other anime we did? It was Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Because we're originally going to put it on Weeble and on Tree, these reactions. And then I was like, hey, why don't we put it on Dicotic? It's music related. People will invest in us if they watch the reaction. They'll get to know us more, which will make them want to watch our music videos more. And we didn't think it would work. We put it up and then Maximum Hormone jumped up 2,000 views in like two days. And we're oh, like, yeah. what is going on? <laughs> Aor always makes fun right. of everybody. He's like, you came into the mentorship 
saying you're going to do this channel, but you ended up doing another channel. And then after the mentorship, you ended up doing that coding. So I went to the mentorship saying I'm going to do yeah. tutorials on whatever, did the mentorship, weebled on tree, and then we ended up going with that coding. <laughs> at the end of it so it was really wacky it works <laughs> all of them you can transfer the skills it's like the editing and the thumbnails and like the flow right that you can transfer it to any channel yeah exactly and that's what's happening now we were neglecting the editing skills that we learned on weebled on tree and this past month we started doing our editing that we used to do on weebled on tree for these reactions and we've already seen a huge uptick in like just subs coming in because they noticed that we're taking the effort to really make sure that they're entertaining and true you know what would you say was the little difference that you took away from Weeblet on Tree that you added in your editing that really enhanced the quality of your video? What really helped, I think, was learning how to do the green screen that you guys see right okay. now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, plot yeah. to not real studio. <laughs> Learn how to do keying really well with Weeblet on Tree. Eric got really good at like you know doing like the cut edits to our faces, and then we perfected that to make transitions look good when we do cut, so it doesn't just look like a jump. So. Those are like the main things that really helped our video. And then it gave us a theme on top of that. It gave us this anime comic book theme that we are now using on the Dicotic channel. Fuse them together. Yeah, and then of course all the audio skills, right? That I learned from mixing bands, mixing artists, and doing that. We were able to step our audio quality right in the beginning. And you know what everyone says, audio, audio, audio has to be like the number right. one thing over video. So that's all I focused on in the beginning was audio. Just made sure that it was good. Yeah, like, you know, we mixed some songs already together. Yeah! You do music, so, like, audio was the easy part, and then you have to figure out the video afterwards for the YouTube, right? So And it's so awesome That's because cool. when you learn the skills <laughs> of editing and doing audio, it transfers over to the video stuff. Because now when you see those words again that you saw on the other platforms, you're like, oh, I know what that means. I know what hue means. I know what opacity right. means. I never knew what opacity means. I didn't know that meant like a phase out of the picture. <laughs> Once you learn the terminology and stuff, all the platforms just become easier and easier and easier as you jump. Don't you feel like sometimes it's like overwhelming because you have so much you have to do? Like, how do you focus time on building your branding when there's so much operational stuff? Oh, I lose my mind. <laughs> Ask her, yeah. right, okay. right? <laughs> but he's always there like researching new stuff new ways that we can do to like get our stuff out there you know and we add it to our routine so like it's not just like oh we learn it and then we just forget it you know we keep doing yeah. it you don't forget it exactly and that's the greatest thing about doing a video every day we do a video every day so it's really awesome because we can go learn something and apply it immediately yeah. it's not going to leave our head we're immediately hands-on What's your workflow like? Do you actually film a video every day or do you kind of like batch film and then edit the video to post daily? We film like depending on how we feel five or six videos in one session. It'll be our content for the week and then we'll come back. We'll meet another day and just go like that. So much work. <laughs> it is. But like, you know, the thing that helps is like when you're getting like 1500 subs a week coming in, you're just like, all right, it's paying off, you know, so that really motivates us. The thing that feels really hard hitting is when we have a major video like Maximum Hormone Top 3 that requires scripting and production or the band made music video that we're working on. Where's your hat? Ooh, you oh. lost the hat. <laughs> I didn't lose it. It's right there. Oh, no, oh, don't lose my hat. Okay, okay. She told me to take care of it. Take care of it. it properly. Beautiful. I don't have lights, I promise. Okay, I hope not. She's like, I wasn't even worried about that. Why'd you bring it up? <laughs> How long do you spend preparing for your daily videos that you produce? <laughs> it just depends on what it is. If it's something that requires a lot of research, what we'll do is just we'll go home, we'll research it on our own time. 
and then come back and then bring together what we know or what we learned and then we'll script it out the scripting will take us anywhere from like 30 minutes to like an hour depending on how long we want to make the video as well and for the regular reactions we just right. go into it knowing you know absolutely nothing absolutely nothing we let our viewers just fill in the blanks for us so yeah because we feel like engagement is the number one thing building a community is just like the biggest uh -huh. thing I took that away from Rift Shop. Rift Shop. Yeah, one thing that stuck with me, they're like, build a community. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if you have millions of subscribers or not. If you have a low amount of subscribers, but the engagement is through the roof, like, you got something. I really took that to heart, so right. that's why we spend a lot of time with our community. I think it makes for a much more real reaction as well, like going into our reactions without like not knowing a single thing about it going in. So it's not fake or forced kind of reaction, yeah, right? Yeah. What kind of platforms do you guys use to maintain connection with or build your community? Discord. Discord. God, I love Discord. Discord? I love Discord so much. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I love Discord so much. We're chatting on Discord at this moment. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's like Facebook Messenger on crack, straight up. Yeah, I love Discord because you make your own Facebook, but you're with people that care about what you're doing or vice versa. You care about what they're doing. In our Discord community, it happens all the time where I'll be like, hey, I haven't heard from this person in a while. I hope they're okay, you know? Like, I put messages like that. Just saying, hey, how are you doing? Like, so we actually care about each other. Where I think in, like, other platforms, it just gets lost. So I think that's where we have a lot of loyal followers. It's a great thing. Like, to me, it's been the best platform. And, of course, YouTube, you know. So mainly just YouTube Discord. And we're starting to get into Twitch and Instagram a little bit more. And maybe TikTok here and there. Our main focus is YouTube. Because YouTube has everything we can need. And it has most of our loyal fan base there. Can you talk about your audience then? Because you guys react to, like, a lot of Japanese music, right? So what's your demographics like for your channel? <laughs> <laughs> Japan is definitely at the what's top. What's that? Nervous like, laughter? I think, like, 40%. <laughs> And then, like, our Discord community, though, it's been mainly from Russia and the UK and, like, Denmark and all those countries. We have people from the Philippines in our Discord community. We don't have a lot of Japanese people in there. We did have a couple. Very few from the US as well. Do you find that really hard to engage with them because of the time difference then? Because you guys are based in the States? Yes. For Eric, yes. <laughs> We've been trying to do interviews with like people in Russia for a while, but it's been so hard trying to find a time to do it. Oh, that's true. And then like we get people messaging us from there as well, and like they'll be active during a certain time, and then I reply all late, like hours later, just because of the time difference. Luckily for me, I'm up all night, so I'm always up when they're up. You take the day shift, and you take the night yeah, shift, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys working on any, like, cool projects lately or anything you can disclose? Fanmade! <laughs> Woohoo! With the hat. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, like, wearing this whole time, huh? That's okay, you're pretty. Music videos and then daily React videos as well. Yep. Yeah, yep. Trying to get more into that as well. How often do you guys stream? I forgot about that. Well, now it's going to be, like, every week. I stream every Sunday on Twitch, and then we're streaming every other week on YouTube, which is going to turn into weekly. Because people really like the broken down aspects of the analysis of the song. So we tried one and it was so successful. Probably going to do more of those. Are you having difficulty finding like a good time to do that because your audience base is kind of international? Believe it or not, no. Because a lot of them will stay up to watch. Like we've been very fortunate. They'll make sure they stay up oh, to wow. watch. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot harder 
And don't get me wrong, we try to make it like fair to people in Japan and overseas. So that's why we have the Sunday stream. The Sunday streams at 4.30 in the morning for me. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. It's like 9 o'clock for them. So we do have that stream. It's Japanese metal news. All we do is talk about the new upcoming news in Japan about metal music or rock music in general. It's just Japan music news on Twitch. So that's what we do over there. Because there's not a lot of people talking about it on Twitch. like news Right. Wise. Do you spend a lot of time preparing for that then? Yeah, we did this last time. This last one was basically just based on baby metal. So it was about baby metal's 10 year anniversary. My friend Joey has kind of jumped into the fold with us a little bit. He did the research for that stream. So we call it Dicotic with Hours of Flowers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's going pretty well. We just review music or sometimes we'll do reactions that we can't do on YouTube because they get blocked. Do you have any long-term goals or any projects you're looking at in the future for Dicotic? Keep building the brand, I guess, you yeah. know, and branch out and do different things. Like, you know, the stream, he said, will probably eventually turn into a podcast, doing interviews and stuff and branching out and doing different things, making it, you know, like a legit company, I guess. And the reason for the streaming is because engagement, engagement, engagement. We want to connect with the community as much as possible. So that's why we picked up the streaming. Right. And I think it'll expedite us towards not getting rid of reactions but we're gonna definitely tone it down a lot more focus on like japan music news and top three japan artists top artists just giving them the love because it's so amazing we'll be a super big fans of japanese music and we're just gonna be like promoting the crap out of it so yep. last piece of advice you want to give to someone that's starting out wants to be a musician or branding and building a community on youtube i feel like anything i say is going to be super cliche <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the most cliche thing we could say is just like, don't give up. Like, yeah, and that's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> just keep trying, <laughs> be good with criticism and be able to like adjust your content, you know, take any good advice that you can get. What helped us a lot, we were able to take advice from other people, use that to help us grow our stuff. Take Invita's advice too. <laughs> I am. Yay! <laughs> just don't give up. It's really easy to go on YouTube and be like, oh, wow, these guys blew up out of nowhere. For the most part, 90% of the people didn't just blow up out of nowhere. They worked their butts off to get there. You didn't see the journey to that point, but trust me, they started from somewhere. Thank you so much, you guys, Alan and Eric, for your time, for sharing your musician journey as well as your YouTube journey with us. You guys definitely go check out their channels and their information below and their Discord and their Patreon as well. Thanks yeah. so much, guys. Bye. Peace.